I mean, this looks like something my friend William would do. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. it's definitely up his alley. Mm-hmm. And this again goes back that red is the color for danger. Or I think of it like there's blood, blood on your hands. Your hands. Exactly. Yeah. Why green? Dollar dollar bills, you. Oh yeah, is it money? <laughs> Literally for all four of these, when I Googled them, the first hit, all four of them were wrong. (laughs) Hello and welcome to I Should Have Known, the trivia game show that cannot be trusted. Each week, our quiz master will present you with four facts about a topic, but one of them is a lie. And welcome to season four. Yay. I don't know if any of you have been here since season one. Thank you for sticking around. We have a few changes for the new season. Our biggest thing is the episodes will be up on YouTube. There's not like video of us, but it's the audio on YouTube. It's easier to interact with people. So if you are one of those people who have been dying to correct us, you finally have a platform. (laughs) And to kick off our season four, we have our topic for June, which is rainbow. So all kinds of topics about colors and colorful things. And I'm Andy, your quiz master for the week. And I am going to be doing a Find the Fake episode on color idiom origins. So we're going to talk about four idioms in English that have a color word in them. And I'm going to give you four origin stories. But one of those stories is a lie. I invented it completely. So join our other hosts, Soups and Tanner, in figuring out which one it is. All right. We're word nerds today. I'm a word nerd every day. (laughs) Very true. Excuse me. And also, if you can't tell, I have a bit of a cold, I guess. My voice doesn't normally sound like this, I promise. (laughs) So if you've been listening since the beginning and you know us, then you know that Andy is a linguist and a total word nerd. Yeah, sometimes you just go on to the dictionary for fun. I do. When I was a kid, I had the pocket version of the Oxford English Dictionary, which is over a thousand pages of like that paper thin paper. That's the pocket version. (laughs) So I'm really good at words that start with the letters A, B. (laughs) (laughs) So another change for season four that we're implementing is we're getting rid of the low hanging fruit and instead we're calling it the pub quiz question. So if you're like us and you love to go to pub quiz or trivia, at like a bar. This question at the top of the show is aimed to be like that. So it's a question you might get at trivia and to kind of start the conversation about the topic. So here's mine. What is the name for the branch of linguistics which deals with determining the origin of words and the historical development of their form and meanings? In other words, what's the word for the origin of a word? Etymology. Yeah. Etymology. So etymology is both the origin itself and the study of these origins. That's weird. That like every word has an etymology. Yep. And it's also called etymology if you look up etymologies. Yep. Right. And then bonus point, what do you call a common word origin that is not actually scientifically supported? Mm -hmm. That's a folk etymology. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So folk, folk etymology. So we're going to talk about some of those today, which is why I brought it up. So technically, these are all color idiom etymologies. Okay. But one of them I invented. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. So our first idiom is black sheep of the family. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know that. Black sheep is like someone who sticks out because they don't fit in Mm -hmm. to a group. Yeah. Especially in a family, I think. Yeah. Someone who doesn't follow the norms, Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Are you a black sheep? I am the black sheep of my family. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Definitely. 
proud to be the black sheep. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's ever said, oh, I'm so proud. I'm the black sheep of the family. Well, this is interesting because yeah. in British English, so the OED only has a disreputable or unsatisfactory member of a oh, family mm. or group. Oh, no. So it is a very negative word mm. in British English. Mm. But American English tends to be very American about it. Right. And instead it means more like iconoclastic or unique yeah, or different. individual. Yeah. Right. Which, of course, in American culture is highly prized. Yeah. So it actually kind of has positive connotations yeah. in the U.S. Right. And in other languages, it is pretty strongly negative as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, many yeah. languages use this because of its etymology. It comes from the Bible. I would explain why it's so widespread. Yeah, okay. mm. So where Bible. in the Bible do they talk about this? Is it with Abel? It is in the same book as he is, <laughs> yeah, but it's okay. also one of the longest books of the Bible. So <laughs> you don't get any points for oh, that. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's from Genesis, right. specifically Genesis 30, 32. Jacob offers to his uncle... To, instead of getting paid in money, mm-hmm. he will take all of the black lambs and the white goats or speckled goats. Depends yeah. on your translation. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's some divine intervention and things go very well for Jacob. Yeah. Okay. What is the meaning behind that? Like he's going to take all the rejects, all the black sheep? So it's not exactly clear. But what we do know is that scientifically for the breed of sheep that they used in that region... Eurasian and European sheep are usually white, so it is unusual to have black sheep. There are far fewer black sheep. Mm-hmm. So the idea is that like he wouldn't get as many sheep. So they're rare, not necessarily worth less. Yeah, so this is where the rest of the analogy gets a little tricky. We can thank the Puritans mm-hmm. for this. Mm-hmm. For the most part, just simply black is bad. Ugh. Right. Black yeah. represents evil. So there's a famous Puritan writer, one of the earliest examples in English of this idiom that we have. He is saying we need to cast out all the black sheep from our flock in the same line that he says whores and thieves. And so that's what he means by black sheep. He means black like evil. Oh, man. So we have the Puritans. (laughs) This is how you'd imagine if you're taking from the Bible, like the most simplistic explanation also that you can have. Right. Mm -hmm. But yeah black and white right is black sheep super common this is where folk etymologies come in if you google where does the indian black sheep come from Mm -hmm. the first hit says it's because black sheep are less valuable Mm. than white sheep sure that's what you would assume their wool can't be dyed you don't want them yeah but that is not corroborated by linguistic evidence so in a nutshell, what you're guessing, if it's real or not, is that this is originally from the Bible and then the Puritans made it evil. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. I mean, I have no reason to doubt you. <laughs> that sounds so possible. But if it were a lie, you know, play devil's advocate here or like, let's entertain the idea. Puritans that this, advocate? Puritans advocate. Let's entertain the idea that this one is the lie. Where else could it be from? Mm. Maybe from some other religious book. Maybe it's not English. Like I think the English picked it up, Mm -hmm. but the origin is in China somewhere. Maybe. It could just be a coincidence that multiple languages have it. It could be that black sheep are unhealthy. You know, like some other reason. Yeah. So idiom origin number two is for white lie. Mm. 
Puritans like these, right? <laughs> White lie is like when it doesn't really affect you, right? Not true, but it doesn't hurt anyone. I used to white lie a lot. I think I still do. <laughs> I think when I was growing is that up. a lie? Yeah, right? Can't trust anything you say. Yeah. I like to think of the I Should Have Known show as a show of white lies. Because mm. they're white lies because you yeah. know about it and right. we'll tell you the truth. Like yes. Yeah, we fess up at the end. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to hurt you mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, truth only bites or... Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's just coined an idiom. Yeah. We're not going to tackle the philosophy yeah, of white lie. For, for the but story. Literally, white lie is the opposite of black sheep. White is good. White uh-huh. is pure and free from evil. So a white lie is a lie free from evil. So a lie without malicious intent. Yeah. And this is used in a lot of phrases like white witch, white propaganda, white Mm -hmm. magic. So this idea that like something that is usually associated with being evil, like lying, but the good kind. Right. So like good magic is white magic. Right. White hat hacker is someone who finds insecurities to help you fix them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Perfect. Right. And the earliest example of white lie is from 1567. Ooh. So it was a personal letter by a guy named Ralph Adderley. I don't know who that is, but he was writing kind of like a letter of recommendation about his brother-in-law, okay. who he actually apparently didn't like, but he had to write this. So his quote is, I do assure you he is unsuspected of any untruth except a white lie. Oh, interesting. So even 500 years ago, they were saying he doesn't lie except a white lie. It's an acceptable evil. Basically. Yeah. Mm. Or this is all made up. And I think this, yeah, I have doubts. To recap the etymology that you're questioning, the story is that it means to be free from evil, that version of white. And the earliest example is from 1567. Mm. That one seems more possibly a lie than the first one to me because... You didn't talk about how universal it is, whereas the first one is like, it's in every culture, you know, black sheep, same color, same animal. White lie, we only talked about English. So I don't know if this is a maybe a more modern idea. That's why this story like doesn't sound true to me, because I feel like white lie relatively is a new concept. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Mm. It's not as old as 16th century. Mm. Okay. Could yeah. be. Mm-hmm. Very possible. Or, or it's from any other time, any other source. Like mm-hmm. if Shakespeare made it up. Right. Speaking of, the next etymologies have to do with Shakespeare. Oh, no way. So color idiom origin number three, to be caught red handed. Mm. Ah, yes. This one seems very straightforward, right? You're basically caught in the act. Someone catches you with evidence that is clearly marking you as the culprit. Wow, that was really decent. (laughs) It is in the very act of committing a crime or misdeed or that is still bearing the obvious evidence of guilt. Mm -hmm. And this again goes back that red is the color for danger. Or I think of it like there's blood Blood on your hands. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. To be caught red-handed was coined by Shakespeare. Mm. Yeah. Well, you could take this from any number of his plays. Well, you want right? to guess which play it's from? Macbeth. Think, Lady think Macbeth. Someone Macbeth. who's yeah out Macbeth. out damn spot yeah. is Macbeth. Is from Macbeth. Yeah. yeah. If you don't know Macbeth by William Shakespeare, a Scottish play is that yes, what the actors the call Scottish it? Scottish play. <laughs> so Macbeth and his wife kind of scheme to kill. King Duncan and then Macbeth actually does it 
And so this is the scene in Act 2 where Macbeth comes downstairs to tell Lady Macbeth that he has done the deed. And so the line is, as they had caught me with these red hands. So hmm. he's... Put some emotions. Come on. <laughs> like you're in a place. Oh, wow. Oh, die. Oh, no. Lord. Alas. Actually, it is in there. Alas is in yeah. there. So he's like saying he ran into people and he could not believe that these people didn't like catch that he was guilty. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And we think he coined it mm. because there's no evidence of any such concept earlier. Mm-hmm. And after he wrote this, it blew up. You oh. see a lot of people using this now. So Macbeth was very, very popular. Mm-hmm. So probably people liked this idea. Yeah. And you see crime reports start using it. Yeah. I mean, this looks like something my friend William would do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it's definitely up his alley. Mm-hmm. He would say that he has basically blood on his hands without saying it. Right. right? That's so Shakespeare. Yeah. yeah. Of the three that I've heard, I think this is the most believable one. Yeah, I think so too. But then again, if not Shakespeare, then what? It could be anything. Could be the Bible, could be from a different culture, could be a translation. But this story of Macbeth really checks out for Mm -hmm. me. That one's pretty straightforward. Great. And color idiom origin number four, green with envy. Mm. Uh, Yes. It means you're very envious of someone. You're jealous of what they have. Yeah, this is my favorite. In the OED, literally, the definition is extremely envious. <laughs> that's yeah, great. That's it. Okay. It means extremely envious. Why green? Dollar, dollar bills, you. Oh, yeah. Is it money? <laughs> yeah. Good enough for me. <laughs> Thank you, Suits. We are done. This is also related to Shakespeare. Okay. He didn't use this phrase. No. Exactly. It was green-eyed devil or something, wasn't green-eyed it? Green-eyed monster. Uh-huh. So, green-eyed monster. This is from Othello. Mm. Okay. Classic envy, jealousy play. Yes. Yeah. So basically the bad guy, Iago, he tries to convince Othello that his wife is being unfaithful to the point where he murders her. <sighs> but green with envy predates this. Okay. And the question why green is the question. Yeah. So the origin of this is actually from the Greek humors, which was medical theory. So you have these four humors inside your body and an imbalance of them is what causes different illnesses. This was literally medical science for like thousands of years. Yeah. Do you know the four humors? There's blood. Blood. There's two kinds of bile. There are two kinds of bile. Bile. And then phlegm. 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 And they're each associated with a color. Mm. So we have red for blood, yellow for bile, black for black bile, and white for phlegm. Hmm. Which all happens to be the four colors that are in the idioms today. (laughs) So it's called yellow bile. It's associated with anger and irritability. You're an MD. Yes. Have you ever seen bile or a gallbladder? Yes. What color is it? Green. Yeah. So actual bile inside your body is a yellowish green and it's collar is the name of it. It comes from Greek. It seems that the Greeks kind of considered it more yellow, Mm -hmm. but also pale. Okay. So one of the most famous examples of this usage of this color is from Sappho. It is Rainbow Month, so we're going to talk about Sappho a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, so she wrote in one of her poems that she was more chloros, which is color, than grass. 
So does that mean greener than grass? Does that mean paler than grass? And supposedly yeah. this is when she was seeing like an ex-lover or something. Yeah. So she was having a bout of illness or jealousy, or we think maybe jealousy. An imbalance in her humors. Yes, she had an imbalance in her humors and then turned something than grass. So it's not exactly clear where the green came from, probably from this idea that yellow and green are similar colors. But how does that connect to envy? So the idea was that like you're so envious of someone that you're sick. And so what color would you be? You would turn green? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. So then what you're debating with that one is that it comes from Greek humors being associated with anger and irritability and through many writers has become associated with jealousy and greenness. Mm-hmm. To me, when you talk about envy, don't think so much about the internal body reactions. I think more it's sort of an external reaction, mm-hmm. right? I'm envious because you have something that I don't have. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of more from like green is like the color for prosperity. Like, like money. Money. Yeah. New stuff. Mm-hmm. Money. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Got to think a little bit more. So we have the four colors, idioms and their etymologies. We have to guess. But could you repeat the idioms, please? Okay. So color idiom number one is black sheep of the family. Color idiom number two is white lie. Color idiom number three, to be caught red-handed. And color idiom number four, green with envy. Mm-hmm. One of those etymologies that I gave is 100% made up. Hmm. I mean, from all the origin stories, like um, leaning towards two and four, uh-huh. two is something that sounded very creative to yeah. me. I think two or four, the white lie or the green with envy has a totally unrelated source and she just made this one up. Hmm. Two. Two? You think white lie comes from something else? Yeah. I just don't believe that they found like such an old use of it. Mm-hmm. Right? I think it's a much newer concept. <laughs> right. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's number four. Okay. Yes. I think people want to find a connection mm. and they can't. And so they say, oh, it must be from the humors. Yes. Even though it's yellow, we'll say it's green. Good. I like it. Yes. I'm yeah. thinking the same. It's between two and four. Yeah. Yeah. I think this whole episode really speaks to why folk etymologies exist, because it is so easy to make up an origin <laughs> yeah. and make it make sense. And this is why I think, you know, you need to be very careful when you're looking these things up. Literally for all four of these, when I Googled them, the first hit, all four of them were wrong. <laughs> mm. Yeah. But anyway, pro tip. If anyone says Shakespeare coined something, don't believe them. (laughs) (laughs) It is almost certainly not true that Shakespeare coined something. Okay. He did not say to be caught red-handed at all. That line does not appear in any play. Okay. I made that up. The actual line is, as they had seen me with these hangman's hands. Oh, which is very different. No color. I immediately thought of Lady Macbeth and Out Damn Spot. And yeah. so I was like, oh, perfect. This, mm-hmm. this is what I'm going to lie about. Mm-hmm. And it's the Scottish play, as Tanner mentioned. This idiom actually comes from Scottish law. So in Scotland, in the 15th century, when they wrote in legal documents, 
they would mention that someone either was a red hand or with red hands or was caught with red hands, meaning that they were caught in the act or there was clear evidence. Oh. And why it's red hand is probably just simply metaphorical. Yeah. And a way you can test this is by looking at other languages. Right, Mm -hmm. right. In other languages, they have different forms for the same concept. So in Portuguese, it's to be caught with your lips to the bottle, roughly. Mm -hmm. In France, it's to be caught with your hand in the bag. Mm-hmm. And in Polish, it's to be caught in a hot deed, which I don't know why that's <laughs> okay. super Polish. It's just a metaphor. Yeah, It's mm-hmm. a metaphor for committing a crime like murder. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I, I didn't think, think you would ever know that, no. but yeah. you should know not to trust that it's yeah, Shakespeare. Yeah. I think moral of the story is I need to go back and start rereading the complete works of Shakespeare <laughs> yeah, once yeah. again. <laughs> You like totally like I've read Macbeth, but if you just randomly pull out a line, and yeah. Like, yeah, it's totally there. Yeah, but and if uh, you watch it and you're waiting for them yeah. to say yeah. red-handed, and you're mm-hmm. like, wait, that didn't say hangman's hand. Hangman's hand. Another way you can, you know, if you want to be skeptical, is that how metaphorical of a phrase is it? Mm. Red hands is not very metaphorical. Yeah, right. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it is literally a metaphor, but it's not a complicated artistic metaphor. It's yeah. a pretty simple one. Yeah. Whereas hangman's hands is very. Poetic. Yeah. What does that even mean? Right. And then the other one, green-eyed monster. Like, what is that? He yeah. just made this idea up. Like, what does that even mean? Yeah. So, like, the more artistic it sounds, the more likely it was coined by someone. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, the simpler it sounds, it's probably because it just comes from normal language. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to be William Shakespeare to come up with the red hands. Mm. True. True. Well, I should have known. I should have known. Thanks for listening to I Should Have Known. Were there any color idioms that you wanted to hear about the origins of? We are now on YouTube, so you can leave a comment and let us know. Like and subscribe, click that bell, leave a comment, whatever, you know, YouTube stuff. And now on Spotify, you can also comment on individual episodes. And if you are not one of those users, you can contact us on one of our social media platforms. And we will be continuing our rainbow theme to kick off season four. Next week, we will have a sciencey episode from Tanner. And as always, thanks for listening! Billy Shakespeare. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>